Good morning, everybody. Shabbos, Daphnun, Vav. Thank you for listening. Quick Hazar, what we saw in Daphnun, hey, the Gemara in Daphnun, hey, Ralph spoke out that if a person sees someone else doing an Avera and he doesn't try to protest, he doesn't try to stop the person from doing the Avera, we look at it as if he was involved in the Avera himself and he gets punished as well. Then the Gemara on the bottom went through the discussion about whether a person could die without Averas or a person could get you through without Averas. We saw that the Gemara went down as Machlaikis and we saw that the Gemara upshot one of the opinions, even though we saw the Miri said we don't pass like that opinion. Then we saw the Gemara start going through the Sigya of anybody who says that these types of people did Averas. Even though the pasuk sounds like the Navera, Elotaya, the Gemara said, "Call him anybody who says about Reuben is making a mistake, and anybody who says about Naeli also made a mistake." Today, by the Shem, we're going to see more people that the Gemara is going to say that even though the pasuk sounds like the Navera, we are going to translate it that it was not really a Navera, and we'll see as the Gemara goes through. It's going to talk about David, it's going to talk about Shlaima, the Naeli. By the Shem, and then we're going to finish the parak without the Shem. It says the Hilkei Gemara, the bottom of the name is Amar Shmuel Bar Chaminim Rabbi Yisrael, Kabbal Imer Bet Bei Shmuel Chatu Einu Elatay. Anybody who says that the children of Shmuel did Navera, making a mistake. The pasuk says when Shmuel got old, then his children didn't go on the way. Shmuel, and we we make a drasha. We make a diak that only in the ways where Shmuel didn't go. However, they didn't do averes. Meaning the pasuk just says they didn't follow exactly what Shmuel did. But it doesn't sound like they did averes. They did not. We were assuming that they did not do that there. So how are we going to translate the pasuk which says which sounds like the pasuk and pasuk shot sound like that the sons of Shmuel accepted bribes. They accepted bribery in order to judge. So that does sound like they did averes. So we explain. Because they didn't do exactly like their father did. Shahayu Shmuel Tzadik, because Shmuel was a Tzadik, Machzibacham Akayim Yisrael, but don't ask about That Shmuel Tzadik would go around and he would judge Kaisal, he would go travel to their cities and he wouldn't make them come to him. You see the godless of Shmuel, you see the godless of a Jewish leader that he doesn't make everybody come to him, he goes to them and he to judge them. Shinamar like the Pasuk says, Welcome to Shana, Shana, Sibes, Elvigal, the Mitzvah of Shibbat Yisrael, that Shmuel Hanavi went to all the different cities of Kaisal to judge him. The Hamel also came over, the children of Shmuel didn't do that, they said, they sat in their own cities. That they sat in their own cities so that they could give Parnasa, they can give Schar to the Chazanim, the Seifrin, who would record the Psachim in the, in the court. So therefore, they, they did not follow the ways of their father, and that's why the Pasuk considers it if they did an Aver. And it's very interesting, it'll be Ashavaz to okay, but so what's the, why, why be saying this as if they did an Aver? They didn't do anything wrong. There's nothing wrong with not going out and going to other places to judge people. This is the normal thing to do. You, you set up a court and the people come to you. So why is it we're looking at it, we're saying they didn't do an Avera, but the reason why the Pasuk says they didn't have Avera is because they didn't do exactly what their father did. So it's a very interesting Meir over here. The Meir writes, Even though Midas HaChatzidas is an extra Midas, it's not what you're responsible to do. And if a person doesn't act like a Chassid, a person doesn't go the extra mile, doesn't do it for the Mishra, then doesn't necessarily get punished. A person's father takes on a certain anhaga, takes on a certain chumrah, a certain minig, and then he quotes our Gemara over here as an example. Meaning, says Amiri, that even though in general a person, for example, the Vinay Shmuel, or a, a regular judge, is not responsible, he's not obligated to go out of his way to go travel to different cities to judge people. He could set up court and let people come to him. However, if a person's father has a certain hug, has a certain chumar, has a certain minig, which is the Midas Chasidus, says Amiri, and the children are taking over the responsibilities of their father, they're filling in his shoes, they're filling in his position. Then the, there's an obligation on the children to follow the ways of their father. And if they don't, they could get punished for not doing exactly like their father used to do. Even though to me it's chasidus. Again, a very interesting idea that a person whose father is hanagateva, midateva, a person's responsible to follow in that way. If anybody has pshat on the mirror or other marimakaymis about this idea that a person can get punished for not keeping on hug of his father, we would love to hear. It says the Hegemar writer, Kitanai, was actually machaikasanayim, whether the Ibn Shmuel accepted bribes or not. Because the Pasuk says, which is the Pasuk, which sounds like they accepted bribes. Or Mary says, which actually explains that they were levim. 
and normally what happens is, is that the Yisraelim give their, their Maiserishan to whoever they want. However, the Bnei Shmuel used to ask the people to give them the Maiserishan. And Rashi says, since they were big time at the Chamim, they were, they were the Gedalim and the Shaftim, so people were afraid not to give it to them. People were, would be embarrassed not to give it to them, and there was an undue pressure to make them give it. I think we saw the Meirim Brachas already says the person shouldn't ask somebody to give him a present if he knows he's going to be forced to give them. So that was the Yaber that he did. And not they accepted bribes, just they asked people to give them the Maiserishan, which they shouldn't have done. Rudam Rudam says, that they did business with the Balabatim, meaning they used to do business with the Balabatim, they used to give them their wares to sell, and they would get the money back, but they would get to take the profit, and that was a way of, t- of doing, it was a little bit of a bribe, because then when the Balabatim would come back to be judged in front of them, they would have an atio, they would have a certain leaning towards the Balabatim, because they helped them out, and that was a problem, that was concerned out there. Rikiva Rikiva says, that they took extra Maiserishan by force, they took extra, which they shouldn't have taken. Rebbe Yisrael Rehti says, Matnas not they took Matnas Kahuna, which they shouldn't have taken. Rashi says that they were Levim, and they took Matnas Kahuna, also they shouldn't have taken. That. So you see, it's Machaik, it's the Reb Meir held that the Menashemul didn't do an Avera, they just asked inappropriately for the Meiser. However, the other three Shidas we saw held that they actually did an Avera. It says the Hegemar right to Amrishmul and Achmeni Armenis and Kalim Redar Vachaita, Chaitan Alatai, anybody says that David did Avera is making a mistake. Again, we'll see in the Psukim soon that it sounds like Pashem Shah and the Pasuk is that David was together with Pacheva, and Pacheva was still married. And now it's Isra Vesha Sish. Shinem, like the Pasuk says, and now we're going to prove that David didn't do this Avera because the Pasuk says, Avera, you're going to tell me that David did such a terrible. And a Kaish Brach was with him. Elamani Mikayim, Madua was his Dvar Hashem, Lassara. So the Pasuk says, Maisa, that Nasa Navi gave him Techacha, that he sounded like he did the Avera. So as he marshaled, Bigish Lassar, because Dabinach wanted the Avera, but he did not actually do the Avera. He did not actually sleep with Bacheva before she gave a get, which we'll see that the Gemara is going to tell us soon that anybody would go out, Uriachiti was married to Bacheva at the time, and the Gemara is going to say that anybody who went out to battle would write a get, Christmas, to their wife before they would go out. Machalik is Rashi and Tesis. Rashi learns that they would write all tonight, which is if they would not come back, then the woman would be divorced and Tysus learned no, they would actually give it right away so that just in case they would not come back they would be captured they would not want their wife to be on a good in her life and therefore they get it get right away so therefore the Gemara is going to say that David Amalek was with Bacheva after she already got the get, and therefore it was not going to be a problem. Says the Gemara Vaiter, I'm a Rav, Rebbe, Dasim, Davin, Hapach, Wadash, Rosh, Dav. It says Rav, Rebbe, who was a descendant of Davin Amalach, he's going to explain the Psukim that even though it sounds like Davin did an Aver, Rebbe is going to explain that he did not do an Aver. It's interesting because the Gemara here says that Rebbe came from the descendant of Davin Amalach. Davin was from Yehuda. Now the problem is, if you look at the Maritzchis and other Rechaim, they point out that we have a Yushami inclined, which sounds like a Davin Amalach came from the Shevet of Binyamin. Sorry, that Rebbe came from the Shevet of Binyamin. So how could the Arab Gemara tell us that Rebbe came from the Shevet of Yehuda, which is the shevet of David Amalek. So the Maritzchias wants to suggest over here that he came from, that Rebbe came from the shevet of David from his mother's side. That means he came from the shevet of Yudah from his mother's side. This is the Gemara set in the Yushami Klaim says that he was from Binyam and that was from his father's side. And if you take a look, it's actually interesting. The Rabbeinu Nisan guy in Brachas Daf Chetz is Meyachis Rebbe to Hillel. He says that Rebbe was the seventh descent of Hillel and Hillel came from from the shevet of Yudah. So now it makes sense that Rebbe was a descendant of David Amalek from his mother's side, meaning from the shevet of Yudah from his mother's side, from the shevet of Yudah from his father's side. If you actually take a look at the Sefer Yosef, Mamarishin, he says the Farish that Rebbe came from Yehuda from his mother's side and from the Shevet of Yaman from his father's side, and that's how it makes sense that he was a descendant of David Amalek. So it says the Heligi Gemara, so Rebbe was a descendant of David, and that's why he's going to explain the Pesukim that David didn't do there. Because the Pesuk says, Madua, but the Hashem asked the Ra. Rebbe and Rebbe says, Mashun Razum, be called Raisha Bater. This Ra that the Pesuk says is different than all the other Raisha in the Terror. Shekal Raisha Bater, Vayas. All the other times that it says in the Pesuk Ra that somebody did something bad, it says Vayas, that he did, he did something bad. Vikan Ksev Lasis, and over here it says Lasis. So he explains, Shabikish Lasis, Lasis, that he wanted to do the Avera. He wanted to be a Bacheva before getting a get, but he did not end up doing the Avera. And it says in Gemara, right there, it's Uriachiti, because Bacheva, the Apostle says that David Amalek killed Uriachiti, and the Gemara Dash, and why did he kill it? What did he do wrong? That David Amalek should have 
judged or Yechiti in front of a Sanhedrin, and he did not. Even though Taisa, we'll see in one second in the Gemara that he was Babad Malchus said he's high because he's Marba Malchus. So Taisa asks, I Marba Malchus Alachas he doesn't need Sanhedrin. So Taisa explains, no, he needs a Sanhedrin at least to down that he's Marba Malchus. The other deen in which normally need a Sanhedrin, like you have, you're not allowed to wait and you have to lamet chas for that things you don't need a Sanhedrin. Says the Gemara Ves Ishtar Lekatrol Isha and we Darshin and Rabbi Darshin the Kuchon Yeshlecha Ba that you're not going to be Asher Matchava meaning you Taka didn't do the Aver and you're still Mutter too Matchava. Don't remember Shmuel Rachman Yarenasan. Anybody would go out in the words of David, they would write a get to their wives, just in case they didn't come back, so they would write a get, and therefore David Amalek was still mother too, because she had a get from Oriachiti. Says Gemar Shemar, like the Pasik says, It's referring to a Donach was sent to the fields to give food to his brothers. And the Gemara says, My so what is that referring to? This is referring to the fact that Yishai told David he should tell his brothers to give a get to their wives. Just in case they end up dying in the war. So again, you see the idea that anybody who got to war in the times of David Malach, they would already get to their wife. So so to over here, or you wrote to get to his wife to Bachava, and therefore David was not going to be usher when David had be with Bachava. Says the Gemara back to Eisur act with Cherbeni Amin and Rabbi Dash. And the pasuk says that you kill them, you kill Oriachiti, just like you killed you killed Bnei Amin. And we Dash Ma Cherbeni Amin Yatan Neneshlov, just like you're not responsible for the people who killed Bnei Amin because David Malach was not involved in that Avera. After Oriachiti Yatan Neneshlov, so to Oriachiti you're not responsible for killing him. My time and wise and David responsible for killing Oriachiti. Because Urechiti was a Marb Machos, because Urechiti said, and because Urechiti said, in front of David Amalek, he said, he said, my master, which Rash explains is considered Marb Machos to call somebody else, to call somebody else my master in front of the king is considered Marb Machos. This is another Pshat, why it's considered Marb Machos, but that's a Rashi learns that a person is considered Marb Machos if he says, in front of the king. And again, one of the places can point out that on the Nice Camel, the Shonar point out that when a person is talking to Kadesh Baruch he shouldn't say, when it's Tfilas, he shouldn't say, because when he's talking to Kadesh Baruch the only person who is Adain is Hashem. Says Hegmar writer, Amarab ki me says Rav. When we look into David Amalekh, the only Abir we'll find is the Abir of Uriah that David Amalekh killed him inappropriately. Because the Pasik says Rav with Uriah Chiti, the Pasik says only because of the issue of Uriah Chiti, and that was the only Abir he did. Abai Kishish Rami, Rav, Rav. Abai Kishish had a steer between the two things, two members of Rav. Me Abir Ravach did Rav Taka say that this is the only Abir that Uriah did. Rav Rav, the only Abir that David Amalekh did. Rav Rav, Kibul David Lashon Hara. That David Amalekh was also Makabel Lashon Hara. Says the Gemara Kasha in Ishvar, which we'll see in one second. The Gemara doesn't go through Lashon Hara. David Amalekh was Makabel. Says the Hegemar by Tergufa. Rav Amar Kibo Dov Lashanar. Rav said Dov Lashanar was a Kabbal Shanar. Because the Pasik says, I am the Amalach, and you base Machar bin Amiyam, Loy Dover. That David Amalach asked Tiva where Mephibashis was. Mephibashis was the son of Yanis and the son of Shalom Malach. And David promised that he would take care of him. He promised Yanis and he would take care of his son Mephibashis. So David Amalach asked Tiva, who was Mephibashis's Eved, where exactly Mephibashis was. And he told him that he was he was in the space Machar, but he told him that he was below Dover, that he was not a Tamachach, and we didn't know anything. And then, because the Pasik says, Vishach Amalach, Vichemu, Mibes, Machar bin Amiyam, and then it says that David Amalek found he found Mephibosheth and he saw the attack was a big time Rachim, so he saw that Tziva Mephibosheth's Evan lied to him because he told him that he wasn't a big time Rachim, and he found that he was a time Rachim. So it says the Gemara. So he saw that Tziva was lying to him. So afterwards, when Tziva told the more Lashonara about Mephibosheth, why did he accept it? If you saw that Tziva was lying ready, because the Pasuk says, Because Adonimach asked where Mephibosheth was, and Tziva told him he was in Yerushalayim because he was waiting for Adonimach to lose the battle so that he could take over the kingdom. So Tziva told Adonimach that Mephibosheth was waiting so that because Mephibosheth really wanted to take over the king and didn't want David to be the king. So And, and then the Pasuk says, We don't want to kill Mephibosheth. 
Then if Bishop was trying to have David Amalek killed so that he could be the king, because the Pasuk says that David told Siva, David told the servant of Mephibosheth that you could take everything, you could take all of Mephibosheth's things because since Mephibosheth is rebelling against me, he wants to be the king, so now you could take all the stuff. So you see that David was Makabal. And again, the Gemara is asking Akasha, why, why was David Amalek Makabal after you saw that Siva already lied to him? Again, the Chavetz Chaim talks about this in his Hilchas Lashon Hara, many different things that we can learn from Aragamar and why exactly David Amalek Taka was Makabal Lashon Hara. Says in Gemara, Shmuel, Amar Shmuel says that David Amalek was not Makabal Lashon like he will David Amalek was not Makabal Lashon So why did he give over all the things to Siva? He saw things in Mephibosheth himself that made him believe that Mephibosheth was trying to rebel against him. And he didn't, he didn't believe that Mephibosheth was going to rebel against him because of what Siva told him. He saw things in Mephibosheth himself that made him believe that Mephibosheth was trying to go against him. Because the Pasuk says, Mephibosheth meant Shal Yarada Katsamach, Leasarag, that Mephibosheth didn't go out to greet Dawda Malach properly. He didn't go out to greet him dressed up nicely and combing himself nicely. So Dawda Malach was led to believe that because he wasn't, that Mephibosheth was upset that he came back alive because really Mephibosheth wanted to take over the kingdom. And the Seven, the Pasuk says, And then Asked why didn't you come right away to greet me? Why didn't you come right away? So Mephibosheth responded, it wasn't, it wasn't my fault because Tziva, Tziva my Eved told me that he's going to prepare the horse for me and he ended up going by himself. Again, Tziva went by himself and that's why he didn't come right away. And you, David Amalek, should do what you feel is appropriate. So David Amalek said, I can't be chazer now, meaning I know that Mephibosheth, you're right. I, I shouldn't have thought that you were trying to rebel against me. But since I already gave all the fields to Tziva, so I can't go back on the entire thing, so therefore you should split the fields with Tziva. So then if Mephibosheth responded, you know it just tells Tziva to keep the whole thing. And the more explains that what Mephibosheth was saying was, I was asking you, David Amalek, how are you doing? I was asking if you came back with Shalom. And you're doing this back to me? You, you're telling, you gave all my stuff to Mephibosheth? I don't have any complaints against you, David Amalek. I have complaints against the Kaddish Baruch that he brought you back with Shalom. You, you should have died in the war if you're acting so inappropriately that you took away all my stuff and you gave it to my Ebed. The Pasuk says that the son of Yenison was making Machlaikis, which is referring to Mephibosheth. His name was Mephibosheth. Because he made a Machlaikis, he went against the Kaddish Baruch Hu, meaning he had times against the Kaddish Baruch Hu, that David Amalek came back from the war. Yatsa, Baskal, Amalek, Nitzah, Bar Nitzah. That Baskal went out and said, You rebellious person, the son of a rebellious person. Nitzah, Adamar, and he was rebellious because, like what we just said, that he went against the Kaddish Baruch Hu. He questioned the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Bar Nitzah, the son of a question to the Pasuk Mephibosheth was a descendant, a grandson of Shaul Malach, and Shaul also was, went against the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Because the Pasuk says, Amarav, money al iskei nachal. It's referring to the iskei nachal that when Shaul Malach was told to kill Adamalek, he didn't kill everybody. He didn't kill the animals, he didn't kill Agag, he didn't kill the children and the women. And Rebbe explained because he made a kavachemer from himself, al iskei nachal, which Rashi brings down, Sigmar and Saita, that he made a kavachemer madach by the Eglarufa that we killed because of one person who was killed. So Kol Shikane by the Amalek, just because the, let's say, the older people in Amalek did have errors, but the, the younger people did have errors, so Shaul Malach made a kavachemer and he did not kill everybody. And that was Shaul Melch going against Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Again, a really interesting discussion. Exactly what was Shaul thinking? What was Shaul's affair? Rabbi Nachman has a wonderful, wonderful essay on this topic. But Hashem, we'll see more about this when we get to Saita. Amar Rudam Rabbi Shasham Rabbi Bishas Atav Tziva Talk with Asada when Dovid Melch told Rabbi Bishas that you and Tziva should split the fields. Yatsa Baskov Amar Lei Rechavim Veyirav Yachalk Lasamalucha that Dovid Melch was punished and he was told that his descendants are going to split the Malucha, meaning Malchus Bistav is going to split as well. Amar Rudam Rabbi Melech Kibul Dovid Lashanar Lei Nachakah Malchus Bistav Evlay Avdu Yisrael Be Deserve. 
then the machas b'shavu would have split, and klaisel would have started to design. We have not of left our land. We have not left Eretz Yisrael. Again, you see this w- tremendous effect, and where one person doesn't have air, Darnach was b'kabbalah shenhara, and so many tars came out of this avera. And the brushes of over here, the primagad writes v'hash te'en l'tmoy al mashkas chazal l'shenhara chamur begil averes chamuris. He says now we can't ask kasher the gemara and erchem, which says that l'shenhara is worse than the three averes. Shanach royal l'shenhara is even because we see over here in our gemara that you see that just because Darnach was b'kabbalah shenhara, so that ended up causing that. The descendants of David and Clients are under observing of Ajazara and says the Primagodim, unfortunately, the Apigals are Marsh Anum Umotsim, Beul, Vitaris Harbin, Bikomakim Ishes Ach, Daikim, Lashanim, Kinas Ishim U, Mirai, Kwesh Herk, Wazab, Kliyaka. Bikamakim says the Primagodim, unfortunately, now in our Gaulists, we have not taken the lesson yet and we still talk about our friends, we still speak Lashanar about each other. And says the Primagodim, Yurachim Hashem and Shaman, we have Mashiach, Tikin, Yakim Lasham, in Kate's Amen. Says the Primagodim, we should we have to do our best and work on this Mid of Lashanar and Baz Hashem will have Mashiach very soon. If you look at the mirror, the mirror writes, Lashanar, Mid, the Pusum, Maguna, Adma, Lashanar is a tremendously Bad negative mida the garamis slash chasasei kol chiva rishis kol matziv and it causes tremendous destruction. The light save davar she imra nanashla afam akabla not just as a person who says it but also the person who accepts lashonar gets tremendous punishments. Again, we see the tremendous destructive power of Lashonhar. Anybody who says that Shalamach the Dever is making a mistake, and again, the Pesukim are going to sound like the Shalamach at the end of his life. He married his non-Jewish woman, he went after the Avay Dazar. So says the Gemara, anybody who says he actually served the Avay Dazar is making a mistake, he didn't serve the Avay Dazar. Now, as we go to the end of the Sigya, uh, the end of the Sigya of all the people who seemingly did Averis, I just wanted to point out there's a very interesting Mechtav Leyo in Chelek. Aleph, page one sixty three, where he goes through the ta- the chapter is discussing the avaris of the gedolim, and he discusses Aragmar specifically. One paragraph of here: says and that's what he's going through describing in this entire paragraph. That anybody who judges Chazal, who measures the avaris of the gedolim, the avaris of Ruvain and and Yehuda and Shlema and David, using our measuring stick, meaning just like we. Say, oh, I did an Avera, I spoke Lashonara, so they say also about David Machlit, he spoke Lashonara, and that, that Yehuda did that Avera, that's a person making a mistake. Because, as Dasser explains, the each person, when we say a person doesn't have error, there's so many different levels. There's an infinite amount of different levels in Avera, so a person will be doing. And therefore, we can't measure the G'dayla when we say it did an Avera. It's not the same Avera that we did. We're talking about a totally different plane, a totally different level of Tadikim and G'dayla when we talk about the Avets, HaKadoshim, and Shlema, and David. And therefore, we can't use our Lashon of doing an Avera on these G'dayla. Again, a person who says that they did an Avera on our simplistic level is making a mistake because Chaz Vashem to say they did an Avera the same way we do Averas, they were on a totally different level. It's interesting because Hirsch writes in Parashas Lechacha, a beautiful piece of Hirsch, Hirsch that our religion is not like other religions where in other religious doctrines and other religious writings they don't talk about the mistakes they don't talk about the sins of the great people they don't talk about the sins of the of the the generations, they don't talk about the sins of the great leaders. However, in the Torah, the, the Torah is full of Klaes will make mistakes and Moshe Rabbeinu make mistakes. Moshe, Yehuda, and all the mistakes in our Gemara's that we just saw. And says of Hirsch beautifully that in Yadus, in Judaism, we don't believe that our Gedalim are infallible. We don't believe that Gedalim can make mistakes. And we believe that Gedalim are people who became Gedalim, not people who were born Gedalim, people who created themselves, who worked through their challenges, who worked through their understandings. It's actually beautiful. Tavares Yisrael in Perkyabas, where Tavares Yisrael describes a certain king 
commissioned a artist to draw a picture of Meshav Benu, and he came back and he drew a picture of this person who seemingly was abandoned, a villain, and he couldn't believe it. This is Meshav Benu, and he described to him, no, Meshav Benu Taka had the tenuis, had the midas of somebody who could have been a bandit, a villain, but he ended up being because he worked through his midas, because he worked through his challenges, Meshav Benu becoming the leader of Klai Yisrael. So again, Avrash is telling us that we don't believe that our Gedeom don't make any mistakes and they don't do others. So how are we to, how are we to understand it with our Gemara? So if you take a look at Dessa later on in the piece, Dessa describes how, yeah, we don't believe that our Gedeom and our don't make any other, don't make any mistakes. Don't do Averis. And he says, the Gemara tells us that anybody who is the bigger person is, the bigger is Yitzhahara. But says Rav Dessler, again, the same type of idea, though. We can't measure, we can't evaluate, we can't value, we can't understand what type of Avera, how exactly how is so exacting with the Tzadikim. So that's why the Pasuk sounds like they did Avera. However, on our level, we can't judge and we can't say that they did Averis. It says the Gemara right there. So anybody says the Shemach, the Averis make a mistake. Shemach, the Pasuk says, the Pasuk says that Shalomach's heart wasn't exactly like David Amach's heart, like his father. But then we Merdaik, Lvav David, but that Shalomach, his lay wasn't exactly like David Amach's, but he still he didn't, didn't do any other And how can I miss what the Pasuk is saying? The Pasuk says that the wives of Shalomach were trying to get him to go after Avayi Dazaris. And the Pasuk, the Gemara says, that he tried getting to the Avayi, but did not go after Avayi Dazaris. Of the Pasuk sounds like that Shemach built these bummies for the Abedazar. Says, Gemara, should be good to live in his flame, but no, you wanted to build them, but you didn't end up building it. Says, Gemara, Lamiata, so you can tell me, as even Yeshua, Hashem, so when it says that Yeshua wanted to build it, it means that he wanted, but he didn't build it. Should be good to live in his flame, but you're telling me that Yeshua didn't actually build a bummer? No, he did. So what else? It also says, Lashlam, that he wanted to build it. The Chara, that means he actually built it. Says, Gemara, Allah, the Bana Hacha, Nami the Bana. It really means that Shemach did build it. Allah, can you sign your base, Yamar, like your base, explain, Messiah Bummers, I shall pay you Shalim, Shem, you mean the Haram, Mishra, Shabana Shalim, Lach Yisrael, Ashra, Shaka, the Pasuk says that Yeshia was one who destroyed all of these bummies. But says the Gemara, but Asa came along before and he didn't destroy them. Yeshia came along and didn't destroy them. Meaning these bummies were destroyed a lot before them. So why is the Pasuk Messiahes the destroying of these bummies to Yeshia? So says the Gemara, we know that Asa and Yeshia already destroyed all these of Yedazaras. So why is the Pasuk just like the Achreinim in Yishayar, even though the Avayi were already destroyed, since he destroyed other Avayi the Pasuk is Mesiachas, as if he destroyed all the Avayi so too, so too Shlomo Melech, even though he didn't actually build these Bamaites, the Pasuk treats it as if he actually built it, because he did not protest. And like we'll see in the Gemara later, that a person doesn't protest, like we saw before, and we'll see soon, that a person doesn't protest, the Pasuk is going to be Mesiachas, as if he did have Arabic. Says the Gemara, that Shlomo Melech did bad in the eyes of Hashem, says the Gemara, so it sounds like he did something wrong, Again, this idea that a person who could protest and he does not protest, the Pasuk views it as if he did the Avera. So Shlomach should have protested from his wife, he should have stopped his wife from Shlomach. But again, to have written about you by Yas Arab Ben Hashem is a terrible 
Shofnik says, Rabbi Yehuda Meshmuel, Bishash and Nasr Shlomo is Bas Pira, in the time that Shlomach married Bas Pira, Nislayel, Mine Zemer, that she brought in a thousand different instruments from her line, she said to him, Kach Eisen Lavi Dazar, Plainus, Kach Eisen Lavi Dazar, Plainus, we sing this to this Lavi Dazar, we do this to this Lavi Dazar, Vlay Michabah and Shlomach did not protest, and that was there. Vamar Yehuda Meshmuel, Bishash and Nasr Shlomo is Bas Pira, when Shlomach married Bas Pira, Yard Gavriel, Vinaz Kanabiyam, Gavriel came down and he put a reed into the into the water of Al by Sertan, and the sand bay came up, Al of Nivna, Krak, Al Sharemi. And that's where the big city of Rome ended up being built. That day that Yeravim brought in these two Vedazars, one in Besa, one in Bedan, and he stopped there from going up to Besa Migdash. Nivnet Shrefacha, the small hut was built, the Zaratai Shayavin, and that's where the Greece of Italy ended up being built. And again, Greece and Italy are two different places. The Gemara and Miguel explains that's referring to the big city of Rome. Again, Yeshiel, the all the people before that we had, the Pasuk sounds like the Pasuk sounds like they actually, they did, actually did an Avera, and we're, we were explained they didn't do an Avera, they just looked like an Avera. By Yeshiel, it just says that he did Shuva. So the Gemara is going to, so the assumption is that if he did Shuva, the assumption is they did an Avera. But the Gemara over here is saying that even though it sounds like he did an Avera because he did Shuva, he didn't, he didn't actually do, a, do an Avera. Says the Gemara, Elamani Mikayim, but the Pasuk says that there was nobody who did Shuva like because Yeshio judged from when he was a little kid, and then when he got older, he realized that he was chaser, and he said anything that he judged from the age of 8 to 18, he was chaser on the din, and he retracted the din. Because he realized that he shouldn't judge from such a young age. Very interesting discussion in the place, do we actually pass him like that? that? Do we say that you have to be Eight, uh, 18 to judge, you have to be 20 to judge, or you have to be when a person's 13 years old, it could be a dine. Says Gemara, Shemri, Taimar, not only seven Asmals, that maybe he'll tell me that he retracted the Psak and he made everybody give back all the things that he took. No, what Yishayo did was that he paid people back from his own pocket all the mistakes that he made, all the things that he was chaser on from when he was younger. All the quirky says that he was chaser on, he took out money from his own pocket and he gave it to the people. Please get the rap, and he disagrees with the rap. Because Rav said, no, Yishayo Taka did a huge era, and there's no Bigger Balachuba than Yeshio, the Echabadarena, one person in our generation. Umanu, who's that person in our generation who did tremendous Chuba? Abba Vud Rabbi Yemri Bar, Abba, it's referring to Abba, the father of Yemri Abba, the Amri, the Acha, Acha, the Abba, Abba, the Rami, the Rav Yemri Abba. Some people say it's referring to Acha, the uncle of Rabbi Yemri Abba. Damar, Mar, Rabbi Abba, the Acha, Achi Havi. That Rabbi Abba and Acha were brothers. Amr Beso says the race of Vayd Echabadarena, and one other person in our generation did tremendous Chuba. Umanu, who is that? Ukva Barna Chami Rish Glusa, it is Ukva, and the son of Chami, who is at the Rish Glusa, Hainu, Nasan to Tzitzit, and that is. And our Rabbi Yisrael Havi Yisivna Bepirka. I was sitting in Shir Avi Kumanamin, and I was falling asleep. I was dozing off. Chazai v'chama, and I saw in a dream the Kapashi Yad v'kila that this person's chuba, this Nasan de Tutsitsa, was his chuba was accepted by Kaddish Baruch Hu. And you take a look at Rashi in Sanhedrin, Taflam and Alpha Beis. Rashi explains that this Nasan de Tutsitsa was Marukva, and the story was that he was about chuba because he had a taiva to have beer with this Asher Sis his entire life. And one time he was with her, and he was Kavishas Yitzra. He controlled himself, and that's why he was considered about chuba. And he had this fire. This light coming from his face, and that's why he was called us and did to Tzitza. Hadrin Allah, Behema, which was to Chazar this parak and to live with all the halachas and all the midas and all the ideas, the terror that we learned in this parak. Quick Chazar, we saw today, the Gemara wrote down that anybody who said that the sons of Shmuel, or that David Amalach, or that Shlomo Amalach, or that Yeshigo, did an Avera, they're in a they're making a mistake. And the Gemara on the bottom just brought down that we Yeshio was the biggest Baal Tshuva in the generation. The Gemara wrote down other people who were also trying this Baal Tshuva. Have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos.